Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. We are Caitlin and Christina. We've been friends for 20 years and found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. The fifth season is available on DVD or online, and today we'll be talking about season five, episode 10. What happened in this episode? This was a good episode. I was highly entertained. It was a decent episode. I liked it. I'm just so over this fucking season. (laughs) Yeah, that is part of the problem. I think we say this every season when we get near the end, but this one, it seems like we've been saying it since the beginning. Yeah, my my first quote is, this is the longest season in the world. I'm over everyone. Just send them home. (laughs) Get rid of all of them. Mine was, OMG, did Suede say I? Weird. (laughs) Did he? (laughs) Yeah, his first diary room thing right at the beginning. He's talking about, I don't even remember what he was talking about, whoever had gone home or like the fact that he'd been at the bottom. I think he was talking about how he'd been in the bottom and he had to do better this time. Yeah. And he called himself I. He said, I have to do better or something like that. He didn't say Sway needs to do better. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's weird. <laughs> and then my next comment was Leanne was joking about like what their next challenge would be. It would be like, oh, evening gowns for infants. I thought that was funny. I, they do do that at some point did they already do it or they at some point they do it, it, i don't think it's evening gowns for no infants, it's not even they do do outfits for babies they make them design outfits for babies at some point uh i don't know about babies like, i know like they've done kids, kids or something yeah i know well, they've yeah, done but, kids but not infants i think we're like two years old or something they were that's not an infant that's a that's, toddler that's small enough <laughs> yes i they do several kid challenge i know that's a thing um so it turns out it's a Tresemme challenge. I did. Oh, I before, guess I should have said. Yeah, before they get to when Heidi comes out, Kenley's really annoyed that she was at the bottom of the last challenge, but she says she's just going to design what she wants and ignore the judges, which the reason she was at the bottom in the last challenge is because she just designed what she wanted and ignored what the judges said. <laughs> like, I know. And I guess I should add that all these older women come out and they all freak out and think it's the mom challenge yeah uh but it's not well it's a mom challenge but not their moms <laughs> it's not their moms they realize quite quickly that it's not their own moms on the stage yeah and so and then they introduce the daughters and it's a Chesame challenge and they have to create a head-to-toe makeover for recent college grads i was like is this supposed to be like interview outfits but some of them already have jobs yeah, I only, I find like the real world challenge when they bring in like real people to be yeah, models. Yeah. I find those episodes really stressful for like the real people. <laughs> like, you know, like I, like one, there's more drama and there's more like, because there's more opinions, but then there's also like always really hurt feelings that go into them because they, the their clients tend to take things personally when stuff doesn't turn out the way they like. And I find these episodes stressful. <laughs> yeah, I, I I believe I believe that this one wasn't so much. I like this, this one, one wasn't as bad as like for the most part everyone was pretty laid back and it was okay. Yeah, like isn't... even then, like when they're standing on stage and the judges are like, "This outfit makes her look twenty years older. She looks awful." And I'm like, "Can you imagine being that twenty year old girl and hearing Nina Garcia say you look awful?" Like. yeah at least it wasn't as bad as the mom challenge or what season three season two or three 
Three. The one where the mom started crying. Jeffrey. Jeffrey's mom started, or no, Jeffrey. It was client that made her start crying. Yeah. It was the annoying girl with the rosettes. And Jeffrey's mom had to like try and like negotiate peace with. That was an awful episode. Jeffrey was season three, right? I don't remember. That was that was like last year. (laughs) It's okay. Let's yeah yeah it's season three because it's Jay chloe jeffrey christian yes i remember okay and then i said nancy sounds like she smokes two packs a day which was one of the moms <laughs> oh does she she's like hello <laughs> i'm from new jersey i smoke two packs a day that's what she sounded like <laughs> Um, Tim tells them that they have to keep in mind that both mother and daughter are clients. Yeah, but before that, when they were still on the runway, one of the girls is named Caitlin, and I said, I still get weirded out when I hear my name on TV. Do you? I don't, like, growing up, Caitlin wasn't that common <laughs> to me. I remember always I went to like, school with so many Christinas. Yeah, I didn't have that. Nothing. <laughs> I did not meet another Caitlin until I was in seventh grade. Really? And then was it even no, we didn't go to junior high together. I was like, I think I was the only Caitlin still when I came back to California in eighth grade. I think you I were not the only Caitlin at Argonaut. No, not Argonaut. I was think I was thinking of a uh, I was gonna say I, there's definitely there were definitely a couple others. I was thinking uh, um jackson middle school yeah but anyways i i remember being a kid being like a caitlin like growing up too i also could never find my name on like license plates or like any kind of stuff yeah not a rare name growing up i was the only caitlin and then it just got so popular after me i started the trend yeah literally i never knew another caitlin until i was 12 doesn't feel like that unusual of a name it got really really popular also too we grew up in a small town if i grew up in roseville yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, i'm pretty sure i knew a caitlin before i moved here i i'm pretty sure her name was caitlin now that i'm thinking <laughs> about it i'm like i was like nine give me a break <laughs> like, it's been too anyway, long but i'm pretty sure i knew a caitlin i love my name and she spells it right she does spell it like you. And I always joke, when Caitlin's meet, the first thing they say, how do you spell it? How do you spell it? Every Caitlin does that to each other. Are you sure it's not you do that to every Caitlin you meet? No. No, I made that joke to several other Caitlins that I've met. And they're like, yeah, I do the exact same thing. And I haven't always been the one to be like, how do you spell it? Someone's like, look, oh, my name's Caitlin too. And they're like, how do you spell it? because caitlin is spelled so differently i can't think of another name that just is like constantly spelled so differently is it think of another name there's caitlin's with k's caitlin was y's caitlin's with c's caitlin was e's there's so many caitlin's (laughs) anyways uh are there any famous caitlin's yeah not like super famous but there's famous caitlin's i mean you have christina aguilera that's what i'm saying like i've heard christina's forever so that's not like a, a thing there's famous caitlin's but there's no like oh top. there's caitlin jenner oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah but she spells oh again that's a, that's wise 
that's a pretty famous Caitlyn. <laughs> I was gonna say like pop star, or like movie stars. There's no like high, like top tier star. Like I'm yeah, I'm seeing a lot of ones and... I don't know and I've never yeah. heard of. Yeah, I'm talking A list. There's no A list Caitlyns. Yeah, I've never heard of any of these people. So again, the name is, it seems popular, but it's not that popular. It's just none have become famous yet. It'll have to start with you. Yep. Anyways, back to the show <laughs> they, with Tim Gunn. They, uh, they have 30 minutes to meet with their clients and their moms, and they have a $100 budget. A couple and, of them kind of start talking about what they're going to do, and Kenley is doing 40s, 50s, the same thing she she's does. Doing Kenley. She's, she's doing Marilyn Monroe again. Corto uh, says she's a hip mom, and I put, I think all moms think this. <laughs> I was to say, I, I think that too. But I think what makes you a hip mom is that your identity isn't being a mom. Because I had no idea she had a kid until that moment that's true that's true I was like it made me laugh when she's like well I'm like the hip mom my daughter wants to dress like me and all that and then it turns out her kid's four so of course she does yeah (laughs) um Joe kept talking about the stereotypes with mom and daughters and they hate everything and I said I'm so sick of that stereotype because me and my mom have very similar taste do you yeah like at the end of the day she's not gonna dress like me and I'm not gonna dress like her but like we like the same things we agree on a lot of stuff my mom and I do not like any of the same things me and my mom are like literally the same person <laughs> with a mix of my dad and me a little mix of my dad but a little sprinkle a little sprinkle but mostly me and my mom are the same person so like I didn't when I picked out my wedding dress me and my mom both loved it I wasn't like oh I'm gonna get this dress because my mom hates it like that's what he's talking about like I mean okay as teenagers that probably is more what it is as an adult it's never a case of like well no I mean I'm not saying it's like consciously like that but like I certainly never wanted to dress like my mom when I was a teenager yeah like I I'm just saying like, yeah, and I remember what you dressed like as a teenager and I definitely met your mom too. And she did not dress the way you dressed as a teenager. I was going to say like, <laughs> my mom would never wear what I wore, but she was like, oh, you look cute. And I did the same thing with my mom. Oh, you look cute. That's probably what I'll wear when I'm old. And then she's like, oh, that's what I would have worn when I was younger. <laughs> but though my mom didn't go through a goth email face like I did but she never had the pink hair or the red hair or the purple hair all the hair, hair. The, yeah <laughs> or wore combat boots no she didn't do that but she didn't hate it good times good times <laughs> okay speaking of that my mom just texted me <laughs> <laughs> I remember I don't even remember what the context was context was but I remember being out to dinner once with a bunch of people Oh, when I prank your mom, mom, your mom texting you and saying that the, was it like your cat or your dog said you suck? <laughs> so yeah, I remember we were at Denny's. I remember this bit like 
like vividly because I called my mom as like a prank and asked her what I should order and then she did not take it very well and then we hung up and then yeah she called me back and was like Bill the cat hates you <laughs> which was our cat I think it was like he thinks you stink or something like yeah that. and then she kept texting me all busted up <laughs> yeah and she just like kept saying that I was like she was just saying stupid shit as Bill the cat. I'm like, mom, <laughs> that's what you get for pranking her. I know my mom put me in my place that day, <laughs> and I remember saying that I'm like, she <laughs> owed me right now. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. And I remember just being like, mom, I called you to order my. You know what? Never mind. It wasn't that. It was Chelsea dared me to call my mom and say she sucked. That's what it was. <laughs> that's exactly what it was and my mom was just like excuse me and then then she just kept harassing me from bill the cat perspective oh man the things you do before you're 21 for fun yeah we're probably pretty close in there i'm not sure i just meant like the stupid shit you do when you don't drink before you could drink um Anyways, Suede is not happy with his client because she wants pants. And I said, I wish Terry was here because she would have given that woman pants. Great pants. And she great pants. pants. I had two, I had two thoughts on this. Cause one, she's a photographer. She's gonna need to be moving around. She's gonna need to be like carrying stuff. She talks and about bending equipment, bending. Yeah, she can't be wearing a flowy dress. On the other hand, though. With real client, none of these outfits were ever going to be finished. They're never going to wear them to interviews. They're never going to wear them out to work. Like she's never no, two outfits that think, dress. Out. I think two outfits actually hit the nail on the head. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that, like, from a practical standpoint, Project Runway doesn't let any of these real clients take these outfits. They don't take them. They don't get I to never use even them. Thought of that? <laughs> Do they get to take them or don't? No, they? Be, no. There's no way because for one, they're going to be the winning outfit is going to be on display next week. So the, I know, but like maybe if you're in the middle, you get to keep it. Yeah, I don't think that's so. it. Like I'm going to make a mental note to see if his outfit is on the mannequin next week. I'm sure it will be, but like they don't get to keep the outfits, and so from a practical standpoint, she doesn't actually need to be able to carry her equipment in that dress because the only place she will ever wear that dress is on the runway yeah <laughs> very true very true um and then I said I think Sway Joe and Leanne are really going to struggle with this challenge and I was right <laughs> yeah there was a lot of emphasis on what Leanne was doing and what Joe was doing and sure. Sway was doing um and we got to see Swatch it's this the first piece. time we've seen Swatch which reminds me that we didn't talk last month we were going to I think no we talked about we talked about it yeah we talked about it i said rest in peace love you she lived a long time she was like 15 yeah so she couldn't have been purebred purebred dogs do not live that long long, yeah yeah (laughs) that's why i'm like hoping my dog isn't completely purebred (laughs) i hope there's like random mixes in there and i think so i think there i don't know yeah. Well, when you go to the vet, they can tell you, like, like, I mean, they I can't tell you if it's purebred, but they can tell you, like, what that kind of dog is likely to suffer from. 
No, I guess I should ask. I didn't really, I didn't look that stuff up. I just like looked up, we decided on Bloodhound because we're both interested in the dog. It's I think they can dog. have like skin conditions. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, you have to clean it. They can get yeast infections yeah. a lot. Um, But we, we ultimately decided on a Bloodhound because hound dogs are like notoriously really good with small kids. And she is, she's so good. Like she hasn't growled at all. Not even like out of nervousness, even though she's nervous. She's just like, she's so sweet that's good and she takes treats right out of his hand very gentle they were playing like crazy when they met it was so cute they were playing like basically tag one would chase the other like back and forth it was so cute i love puppies i wish i had gotten video but i was in the moment so i didn't take it you rarely take pictures or video (laughs) i know and i thought of you when people were asking me for like videos i was like oh yeah that's classic me christina would always point out like you never take photos because I live in the whenever moment. we hung out I was the one that had to document it <laughs> but you would think to pull up the camera I never would I would I'd be like ah. I don't do it as much as I did because I'd rather live in the moment but back in the day yeah I always pulled out a camera yeah back when me and Chelsea were like obsessed with posting on MySpace we'd be like you gotta take a picture of us you gotta take a picture of us I saw some joke that was like oh you know we live in like the in-between times where we're just old enough to have posted some of our most embarrassing moments online but we were also the type that we would upload a hundred photos a night so you're never gonna find them anyway like Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we uploaded the entire night's worth of photos Mm -hmm. and it was on my space they're gone also too I think we we also grew up in the era where like social media was just beginning and so we were constantly berated with like you're gonna die if you post online (laughs) you know what I mean like that like fear mongrel thing like I remember the first time Brittany made it was like a friendster account or like a high five account or something pre myspace and she sent me an email and was like if I get kidnapped it is your fault yeah like we lived in that era where like the internet you're gonna Don't die talk to strangers you're gonna die if you're on the internet by yourself like <laughs> so I guess it's a good thing because like we knew not to post like dumb shit on the internet we posted so much dumb shit no but I meant like things that would get us canceled we never did anything that would get us canceled maybe like talked about but not canceled canceled like <laughs> red flag we had red flags but we had some red flags nothing that would be like if we got famous would make us get canceled that's what I meant like if we got big and people like well fortunately myspace is gone so we don't have to worry about it all yeah I've never gone. posted on twitter I've never posted on twitter or I don't I know deleted. tumblr I don't I, <sighs> I have only done it but I always post I very rarely I post on there but I when I do it's funny um and then I've read it, but I've never done anything like horrible on Reddit. Yeah, you won't even post about our podcast on Reddit. Because I don't want people to know what my username is. Because <laughs> it's private. <laughs> even though I don't do anything bad, it's, it's, you know me, I'm a very private person. Did you make a different email address for your Reddit account? I didn't. (laughs) Then it can be found. (laughs) Well, like, yeah, like I said, I don't do anything bad. I just don't want anyone to be like actively looking at my stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, you go look up my YouTube account if you want to actively see stuff that Caitlin has done in the past. In those, I watched them. They're embarrassing, but there's nothing bad. <laughs> no, they're just funny. cringe. <laughs> nothing that would get us canceled. Just cringe. Um, <laughs> the hardcore hokey pokey. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I wrote this is a date. <laughs> I wrote this is a day and a half challenge. It was right after they left mood. That's where we are. Okay. And then they're all talking about like their first jobs. And then Kenley talks about how she's from Florida and it just makes sense. I was thinking the same thing. Of course she's from fucking Florida. Florida. A lot of them (laughs) had their first jobs in fashion. Jarrell worked at McDonald's. Yeah, and talked (laughs) about how bad his skin was. Relatable king. Um, I said, it looks like Leanne's client's mom is the most difficult one, but then it was just like a quick clip. She was fine after that. Yeah, Jarrell says they were all looking around to see who got the head of lettuce in this challenge, and it made me laugh. I know I almost wrote that that, too, because I was like, head of lettuce, that's good. That is the new saying. That's that's it. Is that the good news say for a difficult client or model, head of lettuce? That's it. Well, it's it's because of the the uh, drag (laughs) challenge. it's just like this season it just every episode feels like a lifetime ago and I can like I knew the lettuce episode but like it feels like a different season because this one like won't end (laughs) that's amazing yeah I don't know how we're already on episode 10 and it seems like didn't we start this in like June (laughs) <laughs> it like won't end it just like won't end um so everyone's making fun of joe because he wants to do pocket squares excuse me yeah, and apparently women don't have a lot of pocket squares i don't think women wear pocket squares i think it's like a men's suit thing yeah i don't Maybe the 80s the women did because the power suit for women was super big in the 80s is a pocket square like the same as like a like cloth tissue? No, it's no, it's, it's just literally cloth. a square fabric that you tuck into a pocket, like you know, like the like the like straight line pocket. Color. It's supposed to just be an accent piece. It's like doesn't function. It's not a th- It's it's a useless thing. It's just there. Yeah, I can't say I've ever worn one of those. <laughs> um I haven't worn one but I think I've been to weddings where guys had to wear them I'm pretty sure I had it's literally like a piece of it's just square fabric that is meant to just be an accent piece it's useless it's it's like wearing it's like wearing earrings like you don't need them (laughs) they add to the outfit um oh and then tim gunn does a gather around and they're all freaking out because usually gather arounds mean like oh you need to make another piece yeah but it turns out it was what her name's genie from tresemme genie saifu the lead stylist with tresemme she had a very mullet 2000 haircut i mean i did realize while watching this all the like college graduate clients they would have been our age that year like that's the age we were watching this and I'm like yeah I recognize all these styles <laughs> I know and I think 
maybe this is why I did like this episode because like I think when I first saw it in 2006 (laughs) I was 2006 2007 I was like oh that's me (laughs) even though I didn't go to college I mean I went to college but I didn't go to like college college um but yeah I was like oh that's me not entering the workforce and dog sitting for a living (laughs) yeah anyways yeah so <laughs> I don't want to have to edit this podcast so we have we can't talk about some people because I'm gonna have to listen that's to all I was gonna say that okay. was all I was gonna say um it, so Jeannie from Tresemme's there and then she also reveals that they're gonna have like a complete makeover not just like hair styling like haircuts hair colors hair I like, kind of assumed makeup. they were when Heidi said at the beginning they were doing a makeover for I didn't know I thought they were just giving them interview outfits in a nice hairstyle oh, that they I, could go home with but yeah. I, I, I was wrong but anyway she knows that the winner is going to be in l magazine which i couldn't find i couldn't find the article or the, the very end of the video like showed them posing for the photo yeah i tried to find it i couldn't we'll no get to it at the end but i um, imagine no one ever seen it and then I guess Joe says another thing about moms and daughters because I said, why is Joe so obsessed with mothers and daughters dynamics? Like, get over it. But I guess he has daughters. Yeah. He's, he says he's missing his family, which was an ominous thing to put in the episode for. Yeah, I said, Joe's going home. He's having a moment on the show, which means he gets the axe and sidekick phone. He calls his family on his sidekick. I really wanted one of those back in the Me, day. A bedazzled one like Paris had. Oh, I didn't care about it being bedazzled. Oh, I wanted, I wanted it bedazzled. A I wanted, were... it, wanted it bedazzled and pink or purple, you know, more purple if I could. Yeah. But they were, that was the cool phone to have back in 2009. <laughs> I did get one cool phone. No, I had two cool phones. I had the chocolate, which is ultimately my favorite phone of all time if they brought that back I would buy it in a heartbeat I don't care how much it costs it was the remember my it was brown and it slid up I vaguely remember that phone I remember the one you had that would constantly fall apart (laughs) (laughs) my shitty Verizon flip phone that my dad got me that I hated was it a flip phone I just remember like (laughs) yeah it stopped running across the street and it hit the ground it just broke into like five pieces but remember the day you're around and pick it up and you're like it's fine you just put it back together (laughs) yeah i was gonna say remember the days when your phone could fall apart and you just put it back together and it still works (laughs) that phone and then i had it was a wannabe sidekick where like you could talk on the you could text on the front part and it was yeah, orange I and then you could flip it up and then have a keyboard I got it from it was on Gossip Girl and I got it because of Gossip Girl Blair had it and she was my favorite so I had yeah I it. have one of the one of the wannabe ones nice it's a LG something or other I think that was the same phone I I think that was the <laughs> last phone I had before I went to an iPhone that was the that's why I still have it it's the last one I had before I went to yeah I think I had a very similar phone I think the only like cool phone I had was I had one of the razors but it was several years after the razor had come out so they weren't cool anymore god I wanted a pink razor so bad I had a pink razor I remember you having the pink razor and be like (laughs) it was already a couple years after like the razor had been a thing like they were already over and you could get them cheap by the time I got one 
They that just was don't nice. make phones like they used to. And remember when you used to get a new phone every two years? No. Oh, yeah. Like I, I never got a new phone every two years. I used them into the ground. <laughs> no, back in the day, back in the day, Ver- like, I know Verizon and AT&T did it, but, like, every two years you stayed in the contract, you were um, oh, able to get a free, up- yeah, it was a yeah. free upgrade. It wasn't, like, I- the newest, newest, newest phone, but it was a phone. Did- and that's how I got the chocolate, and I absolutely loved that phone. I would die for that. But I would give anything to have my chocolate in my old blue BMW again. <laughs> die for it. Um, Loved that car. No car first, will ever live up to that. The first phone I ever had was a track phone. So I was not on a plan. It was. A I never card. had a track phone. That was all I could afford like in college it was track phone so that I could just like buy the cards when I could afford to buy the cards yeah it was one of the things that it was one of the things my parents would pay for because they didn't want me driving around without a phone and then I actually had Verizon which a lot of people in Amherst County didn't have because we only had AT&T people but my dad worked it didn't work in Amherst County no it did no it worked better well it worked really well in pioneer and uh, high uh, worked yeah down where i lived verizon does not function yeah i remember my phone not working we're always going to your house it never worked but um yeah so my dad worked at stocked at the time and he got my phone and my, i've had the same phone ever since i was 18 and my phone plan i've been paying for my phone for like the last 15 years and it still says hello mark even though i've told them like I pay for this plan. <laughs> Please take me. Like my dad has nothing to do with this plan anymore. And they're like, no, we have now. He set the account up originally. I'm like, I'm almost 40. <laughs> like, give me, <laughs> I'm not a child. And they're like, nope. But I keep forgetting to get my dad to call them because they sent me an email saying that I <laughs> qualify for the senior citizen plan, which is <laughs> unlimited data. For like $30 a month, like absurdly cheap. And I'm like, oh, I need to get my dad to call them. Cause I've tried to like impersonate my dad and be like, no, he's senile. He can't come to the phone. And they're like, no, we can't do anything. See, that's why they won't take your dad's name off the account. <laughs> oh my God. But I was like, he's old. And I would be like, he's old. Which I feel like it's very, very common for people our age to still be on their family plans because no one wants to change their phone number like and it's also you get, you get phone number you get gra- grandfathered in that too yeah my husband's on his dad's plan because he's grandfathered in they have such a good deal yeah and it would be stupid to get off of it really really common because of the way phone service works that but nobody so else is tied to this account it's just me <laughs> my dad set it up but and then I told them, I'm like, look at the billing address. Look where you send the mail. Look at everything. Look who's been paying the bill the last 15 years. It says Caitlin. And they still won't make me the main person. <laughs> and I was like, my dad set this account up when I was 18. Though I will also say, though, I will give a shout out to Verizon. They treat me very well because I've been a client since I was 18. <laughs> 
And so when I say like, I'm going to leave, they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> and so they give me stuff. Very happy with the prize. And I'm anyway, <laughs> our phone tangent after a phone tangent. <laughs> We've gone on like 10 tangents already. <laughs> That's all we do. This is not a Project Runway podcast. Is it us tangent podcast? <laughs> This is Kaylin and Christina catch up because we haven't talked in like a week or two. I don't know. It's been two weeks. Yeah. I mean, like, see, we have I mean, to we catch t- up. We talk, we talk, but we're not like yeah, this. I send you stupid photos and you say LOL and then we talk once a week. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're at Runway. And I said, Heidi looks I, really great. How are we? At, I still have more notes. Oh, thank God. Because I um, literally stopped that sidekick. <laughs> Tim chats with everyone. He tells Swade the pockets on his jacket are sloppy and the sleeves oh, are different lengths. Like, how did he make a jacket with the sleeves are different lengths? How amateur is that? His look was so bad. And he even said the pockets didn't match. Yeah. I mean, the pockets I could forgive, but the sleeves different lengths is bad. He's like, oh, I measured everything. That's like, that's super amateur. That's like what I would do if I tried that's, to make a jacket. I'm thinking the same thing. Like if I made a jacket, I would definitely make the sleeves different lengths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he tells Joe his look does not look like a graphic designer. He tells Jarrell that his look is stunning. And he tells Kenley to shorten the tool. And she says she never makes changes for Tim. She comes off such a bitch in this episode. <laughs> she's always been a bitch, but she's like extra bitch in this episode. She is. She's nasty repeatedly, which I get back to. Um, oh, Joe calls his family and a sidekick. I'd miss that. Uh, back at the apartment, Kenley talking about Suede. She calls him a poser. And I was like, who, who talks like that outside of a movie? Who calls people posers? Like, I feels like such a, I mean, okay. What, what makes him a poser? You could say like maybe his, his level of talent isn't as up to par i admit but he's not a poser. He, is, he is not at a point where he should be referring to himself in the third person <laughs> i yes. agree with that yes but just speaking of red flags i feel like it's a bit of a red flag about your own personality if you're going around calling people posers <laughs> Like it says more about you than it does about the person you're talking about. I don't think I've ever called anyone a poser. Like never. <laughs> um, and she cares? also says he can't interpret his style into different looks, which could she be talking about herself more? She is talking about herself, but I agree that both of them are this, but they're both can't interpret their style to different They both different have that challenges. issue. It's just yeah. ironic that she sees it in him and doesn't see it in herself. <laughs> Yeah, she designs for the same client every fucking episode. Herself. And he does too. She designs for herself every episode. It's annoying. It's very annoying. Which now is I'm- what we had, but that's, <laughs> I loved Uli and I loved Uli's look in the third season, second. But Uli did always design for Uli. She designed for herself. They were good pieces, but she never changed. Yeah. And that's what Kenley is doing. It's just so ironic that she can see that in Suede, but she like doesn't have the ability to self-reflect and see it in herself. I'm actually kind of surprised. Like, oh, it was Corto there. She wasn't there. Um, she would have called her out. She wasn't. Yeah, because was... they're the only girls left. So she was talking to Corto and Leanne. It was oh, in their right. apartment. 
I'm shocked she didn't call her out unless they edited it out. Because she doesn't seem like she takes any bullshit. I kind of feel like Kenley is like a mean girl and that maybe the others just don't want to deal with it. She's that girl that we all know from high school who can't have girlfriends because she can't get along with women. But the reality is she's a bitch and no one wants to be around you. I know that. I know that type of woman. Um. Anyways, now we're yeah, at runway. Yeah, I'm at runway now. Heidi looks great. I loved her outfit and her hair this episode. Yeah, she's cute. The that green guy. looks phenomenal on her. Did we talk about her worm costume? I feel like we probably did. But we did. We could, we could continue. I, I saw more clips of it recently. And oh, man. I love that she doesn't do sexy. She just goes Halloween. And it's she's so said, refreshing. Like, I feel like she's did like Jessica Rabbit, but, but she, she did, did like it. too realistic where it was like unnervingly realistic. Yes. Yeah. She, and that's what I love that she takes this like sexy costume, but does it literally. Did you see her boyfriend at the red carpet was dressed as a fisherman and she was on his hook? That's her husband. A husband, whatever. I didn't know she'd remarried. <laughs> she married a dude from a famous band, I think 1975 or something like that. Oh, he's much younger I think he's like our age I have no idea who he is but it did make me laugh that he was dressed as a fisherman and had a hook in I just love that yeah she took Halloween to the next level and like made people uncomfortable with her not sexy costume and being ugly and gross and I loved it it's so refreshing it's hilarious and I will probably bring it up next week too because it's I think that's kind of what I love about Heidi is too. She knows that she's hot. She knows that she's sexy. She doesn't need to do it. She could be fucking worm and and own it and still be amazing. She's funny too. That's what it is. (laughs) I I think that's why another reason that Project Runway worked so well because Heidi is so charming. Tim Gunn is so charming. I think Nina and Michael Kors are hilarious. It just was such a perfect yeah. blend of talent. It's like there's amazing. parts, and we've talked about them before. There's like troublesome and like problematic parts just because it's the fashion the, industry. Uh, yeah. But it does work because it, you can't be mad at Heidi Klum. Like you just can't. can't. <laughs> She's just too sweet and too funny. She's somebody that I would die to have brunch with <laughs> i bet she's like got the best stories and you know she would eat a, a pancake it would be it would be great <laughs> i like that that's your your judgment on whether you'd have lunch with someone i bet that i bet she'd eat a pancake <laughs> yeah, she, she down that pancake no no shame she wouldn't be like oh i'm gonna be bad no she'd eat that fucking pancake <laughs> and enjoy it and not apologize that's what i like about her <laughs> The guest judge in this episode is Cynthia Rowley. And she was huge in the 2000s. Yeah, I definitely recognized her name, but I could not tell you what her clothes looked like. (laughs) She did a lot of, like, from what I remember, she did a lot of, like, dresses that were, like, color blocked. That's probably why I don't remember. Yeah. No, we couldn't afford anything that she designed, but I I, I do remember her pieces. Oh. I saw a video the other day that it was someone talking about um, the row from American Ashley Olsen. 
and they were like talking about I guess a lawsuit that started a couple years ago or something that hasn't been resolved yet and they're like oh apparently it's this fashion brand the row which I've never heard of because I can't afford anything of it I was like I've heard of it (laughs) have you ever looked at their prices dude I looked it up one time it was like a white t-shirt for like two thousand dollars Oh yeah, it, they they showed like a clip, like a quick scan of the website that had jackets for like six or seven thousand dollars, and it was like, yeah, oh yeah, I can't afford to even look at their website. Like, forget about it. If I was I've rich, heard of the name. If I was rich, I would be like the biggest row wearer in the world. I would just be like, I'm wearing Mary Kate and Ashley Wilson. What are you wearing? That's oh, I when they had a line at Walmart. I think we've talked about this on here. When they had a line at Walmart. I bought their clothes. I, was I didn't too old to be buying their clothes, and I did. I didn't buy their clothes, but I remember their makeup and especially it, their line with like lip smacks. I had the lip smacks. I I would have literally like they could to this day if they put their name on something I could afford, I would buy it. Okay. <laughs> like, I love them so much. Okay, <laughs> runway. Like, I wish I would. If I had won the mega millions, but that was a billion dollars. <laughs> You'd have bought in that castle or that mansion. Absolutely. And it was already, me, it was already ripped down. They ripped it down in September. I would have hired someone to rebuild it. It was, there were parts of it. I turned it on and then I was doing other stuff, but I just had it on running in the background as he walked through. And there were parts of that mansion that were actually kind of creepy. No, you and me would have been in our socks running around like crazy people we would have done like one of us could play the the future stepmother you know and do like the ghost the, the oh yeah when, she, when she's on this when she's walk kind of walking down the stairs and then like looking at her through the window and she like stops and just like well when they see each other like across such a model it's like across the uh the railings on the second floor and then whatever twin it is goes running screaming down the stairs and out of the house because the the ghost of the former owner she saw I think it was like the white robe I think it's Mary Kate plays Ashley and then what was the other the Richie girl's name I'm blanking okay I gotta look (laughs) it's been too long I gotta look this up what are their fucking names isn't <laughs> all it was it was before they had switched places but yeah she the rich girl had threatened to run away and then the butler grabbed the orphan and dragged her into the house and then she saw the oh I'm wrong oh. it's Amanda and Alyssa there we go yeah Mary Kate plays Amanda and Ashley's Alyssa so it's Mary I Kate. Mean, I love when he pulls her in. Like, I swear, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And she thinks she's going to get eaten. <laughs> love it. I love, I love to. It was really fun watching that house tour, but then they like went to parts of the house that you never see in the movie. And in the basement, it's like an industrial basement and it's got like a sound recording studio in it. So it's like completely soundproof. <laughs> And it's got like an industrial fridge. And at one point he opens it up and he goes, oh, there's no food in it, but it smells really bad in here. And it's just, and then they stumble upon to, there's like a fallout shelter that goes even below the basement. Creepy. <laughs> it was a very, like. the it, house was still there. Yeah. It, it would be like, we're, we're booking a trip to Canada. They ripped it down. They like 
bulldozed it in like September or something and it's gone yeah because it was on it was for sale for like 10 years or something like that right they said they bought it with someone like a developer bought it like two years ago but like how good does YouTube know me that it brought up a video that was just like abandoned mansion Olsen twin house and I'm like which one (laughs) Olsen movie I'm like show me I'll watch I want to watch it takes two we should have it it takes two party because it's still I believe it's on Hulu is it I watched it I think I have it I watched it for my first Mother's Day which is this is terrible but every Mother's Day I kick Jimmy and Everett out and I buy a tall all I want is a tall can and a movie (laughs) by myself I remember you did the mummy this year yes I did we talked about it (laughs) I think I might have it takes two I'm looking I had it on VHS I never had it on DVD do they even sell it on DVD? I do think I remember have... looking for it and I couldn't find it. I do have it. I don't know if they sell it on DVD. Is it a Weinstein production? It might be. No, it's Dual Star. It's got to be Dual Star, doesn't it? It. Chapters- oh, yeah, yeah. You can buy it on DVD. I know some of their movies you can't, but I feel like because there's a couple of them on Hulu now, they've like, I don't know, loosened their rules on a couple of their movies. Oh, somebody on the Project One Way Reddit posted that the first season now is on Prime. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. That's weird. Uh, But anyways, Runway. (laughs) Yeah. Joe comes out first with Laura, the graphic designer. I said, I don't hate it, but the color's really weird. And yes, she looks like she's going to an interview to be a lawyer on Ollie McBeal. I mean, it's like the professional stereotype. Mm-hmm. And I thought he did way too many stripes because mm-hmm. it was a stripe and then like a fatter stripe for the blouse. And he made her look really big and she wasn't big. It made her look really, really wide. I didn't notice. I liked, there was like- It was not flattering for her body shape. It made her look really big and she wasn't big. I liked the lining in the jacket and there was like a button detail on the back of the jacket. But other than that, I did not like anything about it. (laughs) I liked the fabric choice of the shirt and I liked that it was like a wrap kind of looking shirt. But yeah, it just, it wasn't good. It, it was it was bad. It, it wasn't good. Um, Leanne's next. I said her hair looks really good, but that jacket is not cute. But again, her hair looked good. That was a good haircut. She looked adorable. I didn't notice the haircut. I thought it was like a cutesy dress. It was a very Leanne kind of sweet dress, but it did annoy me how long it took for her to take the jacket off because I wanted to actually see the dress. Mm-hmm. And they had that stupid cropped jacket buttoned up over it. So you got jacket. I think if she had just done the dress, it would not have been in the bottom, but that jacket looked so poorly done. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a very cutesy kind of land look it looked like she did it in five minutes right. it wasn't good it wasn't good um what do you think of Jarrell's he's next he didn't like it really I said I love it it was my thought, favorite look I thought it made her look way too old 
I did not get that at all. I said it looks great on her. Looks it like doesn't a look wife to me. Oh, I said it doesn't look dated. That she could still wear that today. Completely opposite. Yeah, not a fan. I oh, I thought it was great. I loved it. Well, I would wear I it. Agreed with you. <laughs> I would. I would absolutely wear that tomorrow to work. Would you? One thousand percent. Not even think anything about it. I thought it was great. Um, Corto's next. I said I really like the dress. I like the jacket, but I hate the colors that she went with. I just Cortos, like wish it was a different color. Cortos was my favorite. Um, and like I the, hated the color choice. It looked like she made the jacket out of cardboard. She used like yeah, it was a cardboard color. I didn't like it. Fabric. But um it looked expensive and I'll give her that and it looked really well made. And that's why I don't hate it. I just wish that jacket was like black. I don't know. She was my favorite one. I liked it. And in the, uh, when her model was walking, the little part where they talk over their model walking, she points out that she wanted her client to look professional, but keep in mind, she's also still 21. And I think a lot of designers miss that. Yeah. That they're still young. Like they don't need to look like. Yeah. At first I was kind of like, oh, it seems kind of short. Then I was like, wait, and when she said that, I was like, oh, that makes absolutely sense. Yes, of course, it's a little on the shorter side. She's young. And also, I will point out, she fitted her body type so well. Yeah, she looks so cute in it. And like the jacket, even if you don't like the color, was like a very well-structured, well And it was cool. Jacket. I loved the button here and the buttons here and then not being a zipper. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and they had like, there were a lot of frumpy jackets today. Yeah, it was a bad jacket episode. Bad <laughs> jacket episode. Is the only one that did the jacket right. Yeah, it just, yeah, the color was just not my taste, but I thought it looked great. And again, I like that you pointed that out that she t- talked about her age because she really did nail that. She I made her look professional, but young I and youthful. And I nailed that. Yeah, and I loved too that she really flattered her body shape because that woman had amazing like legs and thighs. And I thought that was great. Um, again, just, my only complaint was the color um sweet. I like green I like brown I was fine with it <laughs> yeah I, I loved the pattern of her dress like I liked the pattern she so used fun. I just it was just the color I didn't like the cardboard brown that's just taste but again definitely top loved it um Corto or no suede I, I said all I could think of Selena now because of Luann's comment when Kenley was when yeah. she was talking shit um and I was like it's so ugly it looks really cheap but her hair is really pretty I don't absolutely hate the dress but it's not great but that jacket is just awful see I thought the dress was fun and I thought it was smart of his client to take the jacket off for the second half of the runway because the jacket is truly terrible and I he wish is. he had not listened to them and added those bell sleeves because before the bell sleeves it was not great but it was passable he should have just he should have just committed to the dress and then make that dress a million dollars yeah he should not have focused on the jacket at all the jacket was cheap the jacket was awful it just nobody would wear that and be confident I would be like a stranger would walk by me doing that I'd be like like that's how bad it is and normally I don't care what other people are wearing but I'd be like the, the bell sleeves were just they were really in that stupid ribbon detail yeah it just I think he was trying to make cheap. it connect with the dress a little bit and it didn't work it was cheap it looked like something that 
you're in seventh grade and you're just learning how to sew would make like yeah. no taste level it was just awful sleeve lengths because no one commented on the sleeves being like different lengths but um they do point out that she does not look like a photographer even a little bit like she's not taking photos in that dress Mm-mm. she's having her Mm-mm. photo taken maybe Mm-mm. he should have made a really cute he what he should have done is kept that same fabric but made taking the fabric from the jacket and made really cool high-waisted pants and done like a cute like top with that fabric million dollars like if he'd like done it like really high up and like the buttons adorable it would have been adorable yeah but yeah no awful kenley's next i said it's really adorable and i hate to say it but it was very cute i mean she looks like a doll and I, okay, what does a fashion buyer do? Because my question was, does a fashion buyer need to look like modern and fashionable? Yes. Because you gotta look cool. You gotta look gotta effortless. Look- I think that's sort of what the point of it is. She still looks like... She looks 12. She look, yeah, she looks like a, a little doll. Yeah, it, it was a cute... It was cute. It was cute. Um, I'm glad it didn't win. I don't think it deserved to win. I just, it didn't look. Because it just wasn't ugly. To me, it was just like, it wasn't ugly. It wasn't ugly. No, it wasn't. And I feel like that's why it was the top. Because it just wasn't ugly. But it wasn't anything special. There were a couple that were ugly. So yeah, that's probably right. Um, When the judges talk to all the designers. When Nina very quietly says she'll say no more about suede's look it is literally the most disappointed i've ever seen her yeah i wrote i'm dying at nina saying i i will say no more to suede it was so bad that's i literally the quote when she just like started talking about how bad it was and then she's like i, I, I won't say anymore and i'm just like <laughs> It's like literally like probably the worst judgment she's ever passed on someone to just be like I honestly I feel like that. if she said that to me on my design I would have just walked out and been like this is it <laughs> die on the spot yes I don't know how he could keep his head up after that <laughs> comment like I would he says die like he says that's brutal or something like that I can't remember what he says but um I wrote like we're at the point where everyone stays on the runway so no there wasn't any like I kind of like that I like hearing what the me judges too I like them saying about everybody um they were saying something to who were they saying something to where Kenley starts laughing I was like you're such a fucking bitch they're talking about Joe's Joe the pocket square uh, and her client both crack up laughing when they're talking about the pocket square so rude so rude oh so nasty i i kind of noticed that like in moments like that she just looks so blissful to hear someone she doesn't like getting she feels ju- she probably feels justified in her but rude comments also and like I, don't, I think it was when they were talking to Jarrell and they were giving him lots of comments she had such a sour lemon look on her face she did not like one of the other designers getting compliments <laughs> it wasn't funny anymore boiler when she didn't win I don't know if it's editing to make her look that way but she looked absolutely disgusted like she was about to throw up yeah she although I 
I can't imagine it's just editing because she does like in the beginning of the episode, she says she doesn't understand how she could have possibly been on the bottom in the last episode that she thinks hers should have been taught. And every week she thinks hers should be taught. It's just so fucking annoying. Did you see the clips for next week? No, I didn't. I stopped. I get, yeah, it looks like she was already after when we were going to start. And I was like, ah. It looks like she's going to get in a fight with Tim Gunn. Well, you I, like I said, he does not. I remember this. I remember her because of what happens later with her and Tim Gunn. So I'm like, oh, it's starting. It's starting. Anyways. I, when we started, I had a vague memory of her, but not for any specific reason. And I'm trying, like, I've really tried to hold off judgment from the beginning of the season just because there were people that I liked when I watched it the first time that I ended up like really not liking now and I'm like well maybe I didn't like her back then but for whatever maybe I was misguided and I don't feel particularly misguided at this point she just yeah. very nasty she's just I feel like she's somebody I would have been friends with in my 20s and then been like why am I friends with you when I'm in my 30s like you're just <laughs> stupid like there's people in my life that I like when our friendship ended I was devastated but now that I look back on it I'm like I'm happy that you're not in my life anymore because you would you were toxic toxic um so Jarrell wins I said yay he's my favorite and I said Kenley looks fucking pissed she's not happy with Jarrell winning this episode and he won twice in a row did he yeah he won last week oh I don't remember who was yeah he won that he won the stupid avant-garde sign challenge oh that's yeah yeah he won so he won two in a row and i'm happy he won i also too i guess i forgot to point out that his model said that she's androgynous which is what people didn't really talk about in the 2000s <laughs> now it's more common but he really respected that i thought that was pretty cool it's also the one who won is the client named Caitlin. So you won. Yeah, I did. I won. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool because she said that I'm in this, but I still like to be on the feminine side. And I think he really nailed it. Yeah. So I, 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 I was happy. I, it was my favorite I, look. I'm not upset about him winning. Honestly, I might've been upset if Kenley had won. <laughs> Me Just too. It was, it was a cute dress, but it was so generic. It was something you would get from TJ Maxx. Like it's it not special kind of dress. It was yeah. It just it wasn't. I thought a little too precious. How's that? Yeah, I just thought Jarrell just really nailed what his client was asking for. Um, obviously Joe goes home. We both guessed it. Um, because they had a sad moment with his family, so of course he went home. I so I thought Sway should have gone home. Absolutely, one thousand percent. I thought Joe's was ugly, but it was salvageable. No, Sway. See, I kind of thought Joe, just because Suede seems more inclined to do something kind of weird and interesting than Joe. I think that's why they kept him. I think he's more, I think they knew he was more of a fan favorite because he's such a wackadoo. Um, and it makes sense that just like I mean at least like okay his jacket was ugly but he did go for something kind of weird where Joe really did just do like the stereotype of for a woman to have a commanding presence she's got to be wearing a suit kind of that's true it was very basic and boring 
I would have been fine with both of them going home. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, let's just jump to the end. Okay, um, do we want to know where Joe is now? Yes. Let's see. Joe Ferris placed sixth on the fifth season of Fashion Reality Competition. Oh, so he did good. He got to six. That's good. <laughs> He's had his hands in several different projects like Motor City Denim, a line Ferris helped launch before leaving in 2011. Um, he's, this is in 2013, this is all happening. He's still making his own designs, is one of the creators of the annual fashion in Detroit event and endlessly cheerleads for the small but growing fashion industry in the city. Now he's taken his aesthetic to Cabot Guns. The apparel designer lent his stylings to the gun manufacturer emblazoning a pistol with an American flag. So apparently he went into gun design. in this day and age that means like this is 2013 it was nine years ago the gun evokes detroit both through ferris's connection and a tire tread design in the u.s lettering that calls to mind the city's auto industry it's a bit of a controversial symbol to choose for a city that marks its highest murder rate in nearly two decades last year oh this was the year of the sandy hook elementary school shooting He said about at the time, I see a gun as a fashionable item. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. He voted for Trump. There's Fuck a you Joe. Fuck you, Joe. Quote. If we want to hear it. Yeah. This okay, it's not a quote from him. It's a quote from Cavett Gun, so never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what he was doing in 2013. That's the first link that came up when I searched his name. <laughs> um, I don't see a ton outside of those lines and that. So I don't know what he's done in the nine years since. And I, I didn't don't look him up on social media. <laughs> I don't care. After he's oh, maybe designs, he just needed to get paid that day, you know? He might have just he might have just needed the money. Unless he tells me otherwise, I'm not gonna believe it. Anyways, let's close the episode because I have to pee really bad. <laughs> this has been another episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. You can hear us on all podcast platforms. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Blood Orange Wasp. We'll be back next week with season five, episode 11.